You are listening to Honestly, It's Motherhood with Morgan and Melanie, a podcast featuring honesty, guidance, and mild swearing from real moms with real solutions. Motherhood is freaking hard. Let's talk about it honestly. This is episode three, Pandemic Parenting, Marriages and Romantic Relationships. Welcome back to Honestly, It's Motherhood. I'm Morgan. And I'm Melanie. And we're just two moms here to talk to you about motherhood, honestly. This is episode three, Pandemic Parenting, where we're going to be talking about marriages and cohabitating relationships. This episode is, once again, brought to you by our husbands, who we keep recording, so they keep supporting us. Uh, Currently, we are in the midst midst of a pandemic, and we wanted to give you guys some tips and commiseration about what we're all dealing with right now. Basically, this sucks for everyone. Marriages and romantic relationships are a big complaint we've heard in moms groups. When I was preparing for this episode, I am a total numbers nerd, so I did some research, and I found an article from the New York Post, and I'll link it in the show notes, um, that the number of people looking for divorces was... 34% higher from March through June compared to 2019. We're looking at remote learning, working from home, job loss, sickness, caring for sick family members, being so close to each other 24-7 that you can literally hear each other breathe. All things that can easily tear a relationship and marriage apart. This shit is so hard, you guys. The data also showed that 31% of the couples admitted lockdown has caused irreparable damage to their relationships. Also, as a side note, they found that newlyweds took the hardest hit. So whoever had been married within the last five months, it said. So today we're going to focus a little bit on how to keep your marriage intact when it can honestly sometimes feel completely impossible right now. You know, like a lot of us, we hear, you know, this pandemic and it should be easy um, because, you know, for better or for worse. And this is obviously for worse. Um, But no one is in, it's the same as when you read in mom groups that this pandemic and the lockdown should be easy with your kids because why else would you have kids if you're not going to enjoy them? But you didn't go into this expecting to be with anyone 24 seven. And I think that we all kind of have to sit back and just pat ourselves on the back for those of us who have been stuck with our significant other for and longer than expected. So I think the main thing here is even with all of the shit that's going on around us, we have to stop and take the time to make time for each other. And that is so hard because there's, again, e-learning and there's, um, you can't go anywhere right now. Um, We're dealing with all of the things around us, but we as adults and as a relationship have to take time to figure out how to make that time. So we kind of made like a little list um, for you guys and pulled some ladies and moms groups uh, to try and figure out some tips on how to make those outings possible, what those outings can look like, um, and just some tips on how to survive being with your significant other 24-7. I know in Morgan's case, um, her husband never stopped working. Um, mine, mine worked from home for like two, two and a half months, maybe. Uh, we were both unemployed when, right before we got married for about a month or so, but I mean, we did not have kids and we could like still go do stuff because we weren't in the middle 
of a pandemic. Um, so it was very different. Um, some kind of like we talked about yesterday, first you need to find your comfort level, talk to each other and figure out what you guys are exactly comfortable with and just make that shit happen. Um, we finally went out to eat a couple weeks ago. We found a restaurant where the tables were six feet apart outside. They were very open about their mask wearing when we got there. Um, so we did outdoor dinner and then we went around the corner to a place and did some outdoor drinks. Um, that was really nice to do. I know that some people are biting the bullet and doing Airbnbs. Um, yeah, I know we've done something similar in terms of food. Like we've actually gone and gotten takeout and then gone to a park and eaten it. Um, mm. So that's another option. If you're not into the whole actually having someone wait on you, we did Kava. So we didn't even have to talk to anyone. We did drive up. They parked to the car. We went to actually went to an office park um, right next door. So it's not even real park, but it was just, there was a picnic table, sat there, ate, um, I think just not having, and we had the baby with us because we always have the baby with us, but she was asleep. But just having that time without kids screaming at you, very valuable. It's I mean, that, that was one of the things that we said when we went out to eat, we were like, it's so nice to just be able to have a conversation, even though the majority of the time we were probably just talking about the kids, but it was so nice to just have a conversation where um, no one's interrupting you and you can remember like who the other person is. <laughs> yeah. And without, without being bitter too, I think is, so I know we talked about my husband, he never stopped working. So from March until currently, um, I was, and then in May I was pregnant when this first all happened, we should preface that I was pregnant. I was seven months pregnant. <laughs> Seven months pregnant. I had a first a kindergartner, a preschooler, and we were stuck in that very small. My house is 600 square feet. It's a running joke. In winter in New Jersey, could not play outside. So my husband would go to work from five in the morning and come home at 6 p.m. And I hated him for it. And I am not afraid to admit it. And I would say, well, you get to go see other people. And he'd be like, oh, I do too. Or I don't because I'm stuck. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. You get the hour in the car alone. You get to go to the grocery store. Because I was pregnant and I had asthma. I wasn't going to the grocery store. He was going to the grocery store. So I was stuck at home while he was grocery store. Grocery storing. Grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have Instacart where I live because I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I, it was two months of me resenting him for that privilege but he didn't see it as a, it, that's a whole other episode too. He didn't see it as a privilege where I'm at home working, working from home with two kids. I was pregnant. It was miserable. And then eventually we, and I, you know, of course I have that guilt of, I need to keep the house clean and I need to do all, make dinner every night for him when he comes home, because I have that weird mentality of you're out working and I'm at home hanging out in my pajamas and I think we eventually had to have the conversation to save our relationship of, I need help. I know you don't see it as a privilege, but you get to go out and you get to see other people and you get to be a human. And I, <laughs> I'm stuck here covered in spit up and doing refereeing, refereeing. Um, I think so that, that was, was a, I think that's an, that was an issue with a lot of people in the beginning, um, especially stay at home moms, just, dealing with that resentment. I mean, that's the perfect word. 
is dealing with that resentment of, well, you get to leave the house. Like when my husband went back to work, it was like every Sunday, I just dreaded it. And I would just like make jokes. Well, you get to leave tomorrow. You get to leave tomorrow. And he eventually was just like, I don't think that's funny. Like, you know, you act like I'm leaving to be in a no stress situation. And he works in healthcare. So it wasn't a no stress situation for him. But for me, that's not what I see. All I see is he gets this leisurely, either 20 minute drive or 40 minute drive, depending on which office he's going to every day. And I don't even get, I get a 30 second commute down to my desk for an hour and a half. And then the kids wake up and then all hell breaks loose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I know we have it on the list to talk about like the guilt of feeling like we need to do all the things. So we won't really touch into that, but that whole being able to have that conversation too and say, Hey, I feel this way. And letting, letting your husband say, Hey, I feel this way and not being like, well, you don't even know what I go through. Your you opinion means it. shit. Yeah, exactly. And they think it's, it's very, t- very tempting. It's it is. very tempting to just be like, yeah, but you don't get it. Um, and I will say my parent, I know Melanie and I <clears throat> both come from divorces and my dad always tells me my parents divorced when I was 10 and my dad was a single dad. We lived with him. My dad always says he never understood it until my mom was gone. Um, and he never got like the, cause you can, you know, you can leave the kids with your husband for a day. It's two days a week, but unless it's all day, every day consistent, um, it's hard to express it. So grain of salt, that's off topic, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like that's also kind of one of those things to talk about, like understand that your husband probably wants to be home. He doesn't want to be not at the house. If you're stuck at the house with the kids. Um, So seeing both sides is valuable. And I think not only, you know, would they prefer to help, but they, I think they feel bad. I know mine feels bad. Um, You know, like when I'm texting him all day, like, you know, my daughter will not stop screaming at everyone or blah, 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 you know, whatever. And I, as soon as I send the text to him, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I don't want him to yes. feel bad. And then he responds with, I'm sorry. And then I'm mad. I'm like, what the hell does I'm sorry mean? I'm like, well, what do you want him to say? I don't know yes. what I want him to say. Yeah. And then sometimes I feel like he comes home and I'm like, well, this, this, and this, and this, and this happened. And he's like, every day, I'm sure in his brain, he's like, Every day I come home and you bitch about your whole fucking day. And he's like, I've been working all day. Meanwhile, I'm like, I'm stuck in this hell house. Hell house. Since <laughs> March. It's, but I, and I understand where he's coming from. I, I, at least I try to, but some mm-hmm. days isn't as easy. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I know. It's, we're getting sidetracked. We are. We are like we said, that's a whole nother episode. So let's, go back to our cute little outline and no I'm not mad I mean it's good because you know we wanted this to be like commiseration and also facts and tips and so I think that was a good bout of commiseration and tips um we have we've only done this once we've only done like a zoom couple date night um with friends like way in the beginning we have friends that we see pretty often and so we were having withdrawals from them and we did like a quick little uh zoom couple date night with them it was really nice because I didn't have to get dressed and I didn't have to go anywhere there you go. 
I didn't have to buy drinks for anyone. We all just brought our own drinks to the computer and we sat and talked for like an hour, which was really nice. Yeah. Um, date night boxes also, I've never tried them, but um, some girls were talking about it in the group. I gathered just a couple ideas. Um, Crated with love is one of them. I actually have the hunt a killer one, but my husband and I, for the life of us, cannot figure out like even where to start like it's literally just a box with like some clues and we're like so if anybody out there is listening to this and you can tell me how to get started with this damn thing please tell me because it's been sitting in my room for over a year and we have no idea what to do with it um I so if anyone you were wants to <laughs> you couldn't solve it no i don't even know where to start it's it's the weirdest thing i can't believe i didn't tell you about it it is the weirdest thing it's, it's very odd. So if anyone knows how to teach me how to start, please let me know. Um, Crated with Love is another one. And I actually just saw this one when I was searching Shaker and Spoon. I think I actually might get it. It's like a drink mixing thing Pretty that cool. you can do together. Like it teaches you how to mix drinks and gives you like new recipes and stuff. Um, if you are in the comfort level of staying at home and not going anywhere, um, we have a couple ideas for you. Uh, Staying connected, I think, is super, super, super important to let the other person know um, where you are in your stress level. It's never a good idea. Uh, well, I know for me personally, it's never a good idea to just let everything, because then I just explode about the dumbest things and it just creates a big fucking mess. And it's it's not worth it. Um, I actually, in my Etsy shop, I just shipped one out this morning. I have a spouse notebook that does a good job of staying connected and, um, you know, leaving notes to each other here and there. Um, again, with the scheduling, like we said on the last episode, if you don't schedule this stuff, it will not happen. Yeah. Um, I know and it I sounds really lame, but putting it in your Google calendar, like date with my husband really helps. <laughs> and also <laughs> don't do what I do where I say on Sunday, we should, and then my husband says, yeah. And then Sunday comes and I'm like, well, why aren't we doing this? Um, <laughs> like assuming that he's just going to know that I wasn't just saying it in passing. Um, you know, actually do, don't actually do it. I feel like I do that all the time. I'll say on Sunday, I need, especially for alone time, I'll be like, I need to do X, Y, Z. And he'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Sunday comes and he doesn't go out of his way to make the time. Um, but then I'm just there bitter. So same thing with dates. Like, don't say we should go out to eat um, one day next week without the kids. And then it never happens. Not, yeah. And then not help to plan it, especially because we know men. They're not going to plan a planner and then like, God bless. But mine is not. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about that this weekend, about how like we always like when we roll into our weekends, like he has his to-do list and I have my to-do list and they never meet. Never. <laughs> so Never. um for a while we had a really good thing going we had like a google doc because it's 2020 and we would just like fill things in there showing like what we want to do for the weekend we need to get back to that we just yeah. mentioned that this weekend so yeah. scheduling it or it won't happen we are i know you're like this too morgan we are sticklers for bedtime for the kids um and and you know people are like oh why can't you just let them stay up late well first of all because oh, my kids no. don't sleep in late if they stay up late and second of all i because that's my time when they go to bed like that's my time to be alone or to be with my husband after they go to bed and right now 
that is so, so, so important more than it was before. I personally feel like, I agree. Um, so sticking to bedtime schedules for the kids is very, very important to us. Um, and it's important we, for kids. Like I, let's, I, let's just talk about that really off topic, but it's important for the kids. Also, my kids know 7.30, it's time for bed, get in bed, and they cannot mess around with it. But it, like you said, it creates a time. I think that my kids know that's the time for mommy and daddy to hang out and not, you know, just have mommy and daddy time. And they can't come and hang out with us because they come out and they go, why are you guys doing that? And we're not. You can't sit with us. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to hang out with you. I've hung with you all day. Please go away. Yes. There's enough time with you. Yes. I... I feel the same way. We also, I'm going to talk about this in the next episode, but we, one night a week, they're allowed to stay up late. Friday nights, but it's expected. And so we're all prepared for it. Like we all know it's coming. My kids are older, a little bit older than yours though. They're they're starting to be like, why can't we stay up later? So they do stay up a little bit later. We have movie nights on Friday nights and then they have a sleepover in my oldest bed every Friday night. Like that's their thing to look forward to. So Friday nights I'm fine with, but every other night we are pretty strict with bedtimes. And that's part of the reason why. Part of the reason why is so that he and I can have time without them. Yeah, to decompress even. Um, one time over the summer, I don't know why we only did this once. We literally grabbed like four or five beers and we just went and sat on the deck after they went to bed. Like it was so nice out and we just, yeah, so we literally just sat on the porch and just like talked about the dumbest shit for like almost two hours. Yeah. And I was like, why do we not do this more often? Um, we've also, we've done like played categories or just like stupid shit, but it gives you a direction Yeah, and it allows you to be together and create conversations and just whatever it's it's something and right now I feel like we're grabbing yeah I'll literally take anything anything and we and I, I should add like I wake up at five in the morning so we go to bed at 8 30 <laughs> like old people so I have an hour between my kids going to bed and when I have to pass out or I die um but so, so for us it looks a little different but we also have a baby um so it's literally just sitting on the couch and sometimes eating dessert that we don't give the kids and watching some dumb show and just unwinding and just being together. Sometimes we don't even talk. It's terrible. Sometimes we don't even have conversation. We're just hanging out, like cuddling, doing our own thing. Um, but usually we try to, you try to put phones away. I think that's also something to note. Like we try to put our phones away. Um, yeah, I need to be better about that. Them. Oh, I'm not great at it. Like, yeah, it's not, I'm not the best at it, but I can tell, especially days where I feel like, you know, you have that feeling like you're a little bit further apart, not further apart, mm-hmm. you're just not on the same page, or you yep. tell you were just frustrated with each other all day, that's the day I'll plug my phone in in our room and then go and sit on the couch with him. Um, just little things. It doesn't have to be a whole kit and caboodle, I think is a thing. Um, I think that it's just very important to... I think that people forget that not only do you need to connect as a couple, but you need to support each other. Um, We just get so busy with like making sure that everyone gets to this practice and everyone gets to this party and everyone, and you know, and it's, 
it's, it turns into just like, I mean, this is our job. It is our job, but we have to remember that we also have this relationship that we have to keep strong and that we have to focus on as well. And so I think it's important to support each other. And again, I hate this phrase, but give each other some grace. If someone needs alone time, don't question it. Don't keep score and just allow it to happen. It sh- we shouldn't be even like, well, you got to go out Sunday night for two and a half hours. So now it's my turn to go out for two and a half hours. Yes. As long as everyone is getting what they need to stay sane, it's even. And that means it's healthy. It, yes, it's healthy. It, it's un, I, mean, I don't like judging, but it's unhealthy to, to expect exactly what you're getting. You're giving back yeah and to to keep score basically and I feel like there's some I mean I'm not a psychiatrist but I just feel like with a lot of things there's something deeper rooted when that becomes an issue Mm -hmm. there's something uh, there's a bigger issue that you're not addressing yes and like we don't keep score it's like can I go out with my friends and have a drink sure cool and then maybe four weeks later I'll ask the same thing you know what you just if you need the time, take it. And that's what makes you even. And I think like, especially with the pandemic, like being home all the time, it's even more important <clears throat> to just give and not ex- like the more you give, it'll come back to you. If you do it, let's see if you do it selflessly, but you just do it just n- expecting nothing back. Um, yes. And then also like- You, you know, do it because it's what they need. Mm-hmm. And knowing cues, I think is also really important. Like, I know if my husband's in a bad mood, he'll say he's going to go wash the car. And I will not say, because my husband's a car person, it's it's a running joke, but I won't say, well, we just went to the car wash this morning. What the F? Even though I'm thinking it, I'll just go, okay, yeah, you go do that. I'll get the kids ready for bed. (laughs) Because I know he's in a mood and picking at it is not going to help anyone. It might make me feel good in the moment, but it's going to make the night miserable. Yeah, you let him have his half hour, hour, whatever, to recharge, come back in. Yeah, and then we address the situation. Yeah, it's like and it's the, it's extra hard right now again because everybody is just like on top of each other. Yeah, but the, again, like expressing if you if you need that time, say I have to go, and I've said it. I need to sit in our room alone for a half hour. Mm-hmm. I, and he'll say. It depends on day. If the kids are going crazy, he'll say, can you wait 20 minutes? Can you settle them first? (laughs) Because, of course, I'm the one that settles the kids. He riles them up. Um, But being able to say that and having, I think, not confidence, but security, maybe. Uh, I don't know the right word. But to be able to say, I need this and request it, I think it's important. And it's hard. It's not easy. I am really bad at that, but lately I've been really good about just being like, I have to walk away and I just walk away and I'm usually back within five or 10 minutes. Does it recharge me a hundred percent? Hell no. But does it help? Yes. Yeah. There's, I feel like there's a lot of guilt associated with it, especially if it's, if it's overall related to your kids, if it's overall related to my husband, I give zero Fs. Like He's a grown man, like whatever. <laughs> but if it's my kids, and I, especially if I know it's something they can't help, and I'm just getting annoyed with them, there's a guilt where I feel in my brain. I tell myself, like, I should be able to handle this without him, so he can go do whatever he wants, and I should be able to handle it. But that's not healthy. <laughs> so I'm sure a therapist would tell me that that's unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. All right. 
Cool. So I think that that was enough, right? I mean, we that was a lot of off topic. Um, that might have been the heaviest one we've done so far. <laughs> I, I, I know. Well, I feel like we're going to have some of those. But anyway. So that's on marriages in pandemics. Um, <laughs> if you guys have any other tips that you want to share with every, anybody, find us on Instagram at honestly underscore it's underscore motherhood. Um, we, oh, our fun question today, Morgan, how do you like your coffee? So I'm a Starbucks fan. Melanie is not. But if it's when summer, I get an iced Americano with extra ice, extra cream, two pumps of vanilla. And if it's winter, <laughs> I get a flat white. If it's pumpkin spice season, I get two pumps of pumpkin spice in there. Um, and if it's Christmas season, I get an eggnog latte. Boom. I am very basic. Um, I like my coffee with cream and sugar. You are very boring. Curious. Also a I know. Fan. I am. I love Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I don't like Starbucks. Um, I did not start drinking coffee until after my oldest was born. So like eight, eight years ago oh. is when we started drinking coffee. We never drank it, but now we both, but I have, I cap out at one cup a day. I can't do more than one cup a day. Yeah. So I get <laughs> an ice, a large ice Americano has four shots of espresso and I don't Yikes. feel it. No, thank you. I don't even feel it. No. Thank you guys for listening to our ramblings. And next week we are going to talk about pandemic parenting, parenting in general. It's going to be um, part four of this episode series and it will be the final episode. So we will talk with you guys later. See ya. Bye.